good morning, everyone. Welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Lloyd Dillon, and I'd like to share a couple of thoughts with you this morning from a passage in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 10. So I read First and Second Peter recently, and I was really um, captivated by so much um, of what is contained in these books. And one of the first, uh, sorry, one of the verses that, that's, that stood out to me the most was this verse in First Peter uh, chapter 5, verse 10. So if someone would like to um, put it up on the comments there, that would be amazing. And um, I'll, I'll talk us through that in, in just a bit. But the context of why this particular verse uh, stood out for me so much was that it's quite a radical and direct promise that we have from God. Um, and it's regarding something that he will accomplish for us by himself. And, and for me, this, this, is, this is quite a, quite a remarkable uh, verse. Uh, and this particular promise was, was powerful for me because I think from time to time, we need to remind ourselves that God will never send us out on an assignment somewhere and then, you know, kind of step back with folded arms to watch and wait to see how we'll do. Like he's some kind of disinterested, you know, observer from a distance. No, rather, we know that God will never leave us nor forsake us. And that he is, in fact, intimately concerned with who we are and how we're doing. But what happens in those seasons when you have stepped out in faith in something, believed the best for it, and it didn't end up going the way you thought it was going to go? Uh, is anyone brave enough to admit this morning that there have been times in your life where you felt that little bit of doubt creep in? And perhaps even that uh, awkward question that we might ask ourselves or God uh, from time to time saying, God, where are you? Uh, you know? Uh, why did this happen? And that's a very real tension, I think, that we may face from time to time in our spiritual journeys. And so we know that there are some things that God calls us to do and that he almost expects from us to do as part of a healthy and growing relationship with him. It's part of our, you know, day-to-day -day Christian living, uh, things that are good for us, you know, prayer and scripture reading and communion and giving and all these things. Uh, the book of James, for instance, really is quite direct in this, isn't it, where he says that, the act of faith in our life needs to produce some evidence. It needs to result in something. We need to take a step of faith with what we have. We need to put it into action, right? Otherwise, they wouldn't really be living faith at all. Uh, that's how faith works. It doesn't keep us passive or disengaged from life. Rather, it activates us and motivates us to take hold of life, right? But while there are things that God calls us to do, there are also certain things that God promises us he will do. And that's the part that I want to focus on this morning. This is, by the way, this particular verse is what I've called an antidote for doubt. <laughs> so if you've ever experienced doubt in any way, this is a fantastic, effective remedy for those uh, thoughts of doubt or uncertainty, anxiety, or even feeling alone at times um, that can distract us from the truth. This is one of the ways to overcome those feelings. And my hope is that as it encouraged me recently, it would encourage you as well as you head out into the rest of this day and this year that lies ahead. So let's read the scripture together and, and I'll share four things, four things from this verse that God promises he will accomplish for us. So First Peter 5 verse 10 says, The God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ. I mean, already there we could pause and spend quite a bit of time just unpacking that, but let's carry on. Will himself, God will himself, and these are the four things, he will restore establish, strengthen, and support you after you have suffered a little while. Man, this is amazing. Aren't there some powerful words from Scripture? How beautiful is it knowing that we have such a promise from God to take into our day today? I think that's absolutely amazing. And 
By the way, a key theme of this, this letter in, in 1 Peter that, that, that the Apostle Peter is writing to the church about is, this, is the theme of suffering. Um, it's, you know, it's obviously not a really nice topic to speak about, but it was something really relevant. As we know, most of the disciples, the early disciples, were in fact martyred for their faith. So he's writing to them, encouraging them that when they experience Christian suffering, that there's a hope, there's a promise, there's something to hold on to. Um, and so, you know, it's really encouraging to note um, these promises whenever we go through those seasons. And so let's, let's, let's take those, those four commitments that God makes, those four tasks that he promises he will accomplish in our lives. Um, and perhaps even as a word of encouragement or maybe even something um, prophetic over you today to say that I'm believing with you for God to come through for you in one of these areas or perhaps even in all of them. But let's have a look at those at those four things um, separately. So firstly, the Apostle Peter reminds us that God will restore you. God will restore you. Man, I don't know about you, but after the pandemic, I am so grateful that God restored things in my life. <laughs> he restored things like my health. He restored my joy. He even restored things financially. And my hope is that he would continue to restore that which was lost in my life. And I'm not sure what you're dealing with this morning, but whatever it is, know that God is able to restore unto you that which was lost. We know the verse in John 10 verse 10, right? That the enemy comes to kill, steal and destroy, but that Jesus has come to give life and life in all its fullness, life in abundance. And my prayer for you this morning is that God would do a restorative work in your life in this season. Can you say amen to that? Thank you so much, everyone. I see the comments are coming through and I really do appreciate uh, you guys jumping on board. Secondly, so God will restore you. Secondly, that passage says God will establish you. God will establish you. Man, I love this idea so much. You know, being established for me means that you are rooted in your belief in God and you are so secure in your identity in him because of who you are in him. You know, it's that immovable assurance knowing that because God is for you, you can accomplish anything with him on your side. It speaks about this, this immovable assurance that God, the creator of the universe, is on my side. Therefore, I am able to step out in faith and accomplish anything. And I guess our, our, our prayer together as a community this morning could be that, that uh, as we step out in faith for the rest of this year, that we would live with a growing sense of this, of this deep-seated identity and assurance in Christ. And that it would almost uh, surround everything that we do. Uh, and, that's, and that we would feel him really just establishing our steps this year. And note again from this verse that this is something that God promises he will do himself. So I guess you could also say that this is about us resting in that promise, right? We don't have to strive for this. God has committed to do this on our behalf. I think that's something really, really powerful. So God will restore you. God will establish you. And thirdly, God promises that he will strengthen us. Oh man, we could spend so much time speaking about God's strength, right? Being made perfect in our weakness. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. There's so much in the Psalms about uh, God's strength becoming our strength. And I wanted to actually share one of those particular Psalms with you just as a kind of an add-on to this verse. Psalm 18 verses 2. It says, I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress and my deliverer. My God, my rock where I seek refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Man, who hasn't needed to hear those words at some point in their life, right? That God's strength will be your strength and that he is your refuge. He's your fortress. He's your rock. He's your deliverer. And again, this morning, perhaps that's even just a kind of a declaration of faith over you this morning, that God will be 
your strength and he commits to fulfilling that in your life today. And then lastly, that verse ends by saying that God will support you. God will support you. I love the idea so much of God knowing exactly what it is that we need, when we need it and how. And my declaration, my belief um, over us this morning is that God would come through for you in the season and support you in whichever way you need him to, so that we would glorify him for his marvelous work in our lives. And just as a final thought as we, as we close before I wrap up in a word of prayer, notice that that verse starts with the grace of God. It's the grace of God that makes all this possible. And as we know, grace is unmerited favor. It's undeserved. And I think that ties in so perfectly with this idea of God accomplishing this on our behalf. We just receive. So may we have the confidence and the courage this morning to take God at his word, to believe that uh, he said that he will do what he said he will do. And then we can step forward with confidence this year, even in difficult seasons, knowing that God is true to his word and that he will restore, he will establish, he will strengthen and he will support you. Amen. So let's take a moment to pray together before we head on out to the rest of our, of our Wednesday. So Lord Jesus, thank you so much that we can have uh, such confidence in you. You are faithful, God, and you've always been faithful and you've always been true to your word. We thank you that uh, your word will accomplish the purpose for which you sent it forth, Lord. And so we rest in your provision today, Father. We thank you in advance for breakthrough uh, in every era of our lives as we rest into these promises today, Father, that you will, Father, you will establish us, you will strengthen us, you will support us, Father, you will restore us. And so we just commit to, to, to believing you and taking you at your word, Father. Thank you that we don't have to strive for it. We can receive it freely by your grace given in Jesus Christ. For we know that every promise of God is fulfilled in him. And Lord, we take that as our confidence, as our, as our motivation to believe you for the best this year. So would you bless us now as we go and we just celebrate your name today, Father, as a, as a community. And in, and in your perfect and precious name we pray. Amen.